0: Previously on the bottom rack. One thing about it, it's a retirement community. So there's yep. nothing for people like me to do ever unless you like horse shit and golf. <laughs> That's it. And it's over, pal. El Nacho Grande naturally is going as if you've watched the first one. And of course, being a sequel, they kind of hope you have watched the first one. Being the Transmorphers, I would
1: advise against
2: that. <laughs> This is the movie i wanted the whole time.
1: He was humping her leg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. going well, I'm
0: going to take it, it to it. a man that knows all about the leg-humping procedures. Mark the Movie Man, what did you think <laughs> of Transmorphers' Fall of Man?
1: I really was into this film, and it just moves, and
3: I I, I dug it. Somewhere at the end of the film, they're, they're like, Oh shit, we've got to do something more.
4: The bottom rack,
5: Mockbuster Summer, begins. Now.
0: That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we've waited all year and <laughs> even a week or two longer than normal. But, you know, at this point in this year, what hasn't been delayed? Ladies and gentlemen, the Mockbuster Summer. That's right. It's us. And now it's not just four. We have a fifth person with us. I am Dan. Well. My name's Daniel. My friends call me Daniel or Dan or Hey You or whatever. And this is the bottom rack. Bottom shelf entertainment for your top shelf lifestyle. But in this case, in certain instances, in summer blockbusters, I need help. I can't just tackle it all on my own. And certainly not with a summer mockbuster. It is no secret that I am a large fan, a huge metal fan, but not like the oscillating kind that keeps you cool. I am a huge fan big fan of asylum films. And what started out as just kind of a cheeky, thrill seeking thing when I was a kid sit around and laugh at what we would call shitty movie Sunday. It kind of grew into something more because I've always liked the I don't wanna, for lack of a better term, low budget and bottom shelf cinema. I've just I kind of enjoyed it. I like the uh, pardon my dog tick tacking in the background. We're working on that. She's got to get her nails did. Anyway, I prefer the lower budget cinema offerings and there is a company that's been around for a while i remember when i was a teenager called the asylum and most notably from the movie trans <laughs> and we all had fun with that one last year this year we've got a whole new lineup but we've got some of the same faces i will go around the table just to kind of introduce everybody so as we know i am dan to my left miss angelique bone how are you
2: Great, glad to be here. I'm still mad at William Cat, though.
0: Who is William Cat's mad at William Cat? How have you been this year? Uh,
2: About like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's 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 been it's been quite an adventure this year, Um, but. Certainly nothing worse than we're probably going to watch.
0: <laughs> I would get. I would say, Come on, the thrill is in the chase. And what a merry chase it's going to be. <laughs> Beside Angelique, I have. A, oh, I'm sorry, To what?
2: I said I'm up for it.
0: <laughs> I, I hear you.
1: Beside her, Mark the movie man. Mark. <laughs> how are you i'm 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 here and i'm doing well and uh yeah ready for some bottom rack entertainment (laughs) that's right (laughs) when you want to
0: climb to the top sometimes you got to reach for the bottom (laughs) and who else who else better to have in this little soiree than (laughs) usual suspects so yes mark the movie man miss angelique bone we're no strangers to this believe it, it
1: and and Daniel, I want yeah. to know this is how much I love you, man, that I will be watching two of these films again just for you. I appreciate and, that. And just for your listeners, because you and I, we've been down this road for a couple of these. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was, I was going to try to hold off on the uh, – but okay, ladies, yes, full disclosure. I have actually – one of these films I have watched, but I will assure you that I have scrubbed it from my memory. <laughs> the best thing about those films was the after party that I had in the spoiler room with Mark. And that was been a while. And as I said, I have scrubbed the memory. So it's going to be like a brand new experience. Oh. Beside Mark,
3: Mr. Paul Salzer, head film jerk himself. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm warmer than usual. I don't like being warm. I prefer the cold weather. Um, Not too cold, but this is ridiculously warm for my tastes.
0: Buddy, have I got a story for you. Let me tell you about 96 degrees and a heat index of 104 with like humidity. It's like a really high number because it's been raining like every single day. You know how whenever you go to the zoo and you walk in the reptile house and like all of your clothes just stick to you in like four seconds and then you get like raw dog and you start duck walking real funny because your underwear is like clinging to your inner thigh and stuff? Swamp That's, ass. Yeah, swamp ass. Thank you, Joe. You can tell that someone else who lives in the south like myself <laughs> and Angelique. That is correct. Swamp ass. Let me explain swamp ass to you because you get that just waking up. I, I had it whenever I woke up this morning. <laughs> I felt like I was – I could, can't think of a supermodel with a G-string, but that's what I felt like was one of those hot 80s supermodels with really teased bangs in a G-string thong granny panties because they was riding my shoulders. I had, like, slept rough. Anyway, that's TMI. So, Paul, <laughs> yes. what is really incredible is that you, you are
2: – You don't want to tease anything in this heat.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. you don't want to tease anything in the heat <laughs> I am surprised you're still our friend Paul after I mean last year
3: man you're, you're back for more, huh? Are you a uh, convert? Uh, no, I'm not a convert uh, but I I do enjoy you guys as friends.
0: <laughs> oh, well, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. So you either have nothing better to do. Oh
3: come on now you you, you had to like talking about him at least. Yes, I do enjoy talking about it, but I, I do need to be true to myself, and so I have. To, I, that's the bad thing is like I want to f- I want to be nice to every filmmaker, but there's a, this level of of critic in me that I want to achieve, and that's 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 the person I want to be. I just want to be honest. I want to be consistent, and so bringing out these movies time and time again, it, it makes me feel like I'm constantly crapping on on. Movies that people spend a lot of good time on. Paul, that's.
1: Paul, yes, Paul, just, go ahead. Oh, Paul, oh sorry. I didn't mean day. I was just no, saying, no, no. Paul, Paul, just remember it was, I believe, Ebert did Slave Girls Beyond Infinity. So, as far as critics go and <laughs> bad films go, you could relax a little because <laughs> Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity from the critic of critics. I think you can let go a little if you want to. That's all I'm saying. And still be like the critic you wanna be. Yeah. Just throwing that out there.
0: This is I'll, a good I'll uh, try. this is a good time <laughs> for a good opportune moment. Since I'm freeballing here, I'm freewheeling. Whose balls are out? No one's balls are out yet. This is, I haven't even <laughs> but, gotten to the first
1: movie. Um I'm, mine are. <laughs>
0: All right, Mark's are, but we aren't using cameras just yet. Well, I'm not. Mark might be self-recording, for this, but he's got his own show going. It's
1: for my fans. It's for my, my fans. <laughs> it's a
0: patron. <laughs> patrons, if you go to his Patreon right now, <laughs> we're, we're live tweeting everything. We've even got the digital coin. Only fans, we will send you the link as well. We got this rolling now. The summer is off and cooking. This is an excellent opportunity to point out because, Paul, ever the gentleman, ever the staunch professional where it's a wonder he can sit down. He might have to be standing up giving these, he's having to pull these reviews out of his ass. Paul is actually a true professional with this. He is a movie critic. And so yet yeah, he is right. I don't come on here. I've said this many a time in many a different article and many several other podcasts and stuff. I do not specifically set out to shit on any film at all. At one time, I did, but now, that, no, this is absolute fun. Ultimate, I don't care if you love the movie or hate it. I enjoy the company because sometimes the movies are absolutely awful, but they are so much fun to watch or talk about with friends that you could actually enjoy them even that way. However, ultimately, I just want you honest. If you love it, groovy. If you hate it, groovy. But <laughs> that's it. I just, just be honest. But it's... <laughs> It's still fun, and it's really fun when the jokes start flying, but Paul's trying to still be professional and not besmirch his good name. And he's got a table of other knuckleheads sitting around, egging him on. Oh, God, that was funny as hell. Oh, I swear. Oh, I still chuckle about it. that was great. All right, the newest member of this fearsome duo, this Earth Defense Force, if you will. Mr. Justin Young, how are you?
4: How's it going, sir? I'm doing good. Happy it's to be it. here.
0: At that so we're glad to have you on. Justin is the CEO and like I, whatever the hell else you are, which makes me whatever the hell I am. <laughs> I don't know. With Monsters Madness and Magic, it's a up and coming website and just kind of focus on everything. Honestly, just a whole lot of cool stuff. Justin's a writer. If you haven't read his stuff, you really need to go to. But that'll be for the uh, selling the shit section that we will do at the end of this. Right now, I just want to let you know that this is Justin. So, Justin, how many Asylum films have you watched? One. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I was waiting on the... There it went. <laughs> I was waiting on the collective gasp and chuckle I, and everything I, else. Wait, what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> do you want, Do I need to go into further detail? or we nope, No,
1: no, no. We're, no. no I'm, that's fine. I just, I am, I am impressed. I'm impressed that that's, that, that, that's that so you're associated with Daniel and you've watched one
4: asylum film. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> we are.
2: To <laughs> that.
4: Me and Daniel have bonded over under the full moon, if you know what I mean.
1: mean. Not even by accident? No, our... Not even by accident, like, randomly just (laughs) spitballing, (laughs) going, you know, I think I'll watch this, and suddenly you're like, ah, shit, it's an asylum picture.
2: We, uh... We have Prime all the time.
0: (laughs) We've had parallel friendships, like, a whole lot of mutual, apparently for, like, two decades, (laughs) if not longer of the same friends and like we probably even hell we probably shook hands one night at a bender and never even realized it's just (laughs) it's one of those you know you travel along you know parallel with somebody but never quite officially meet so we really only officially met what last year or something like that yeah yeah, it's been about a year and we've just been collabing on stuff and as far and it just kind of dawned on me it's like we were talking about, you know, the Asylum films and stuff, or just or Full Moon, and, I mean, so he has, you have seen some Full Moon movies, right, Justin?
4: Oh, yeah, I've I've seen uh, my fair share of Full Moon movies, uh, I'm just, I'm new to the Asylum's version of the bottom rack, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love them, Mark, as you can hear from the chuckle there, uh, it's a long-running gag, some people hate them. Some people like them. Some people don't get. Some people love to hate them, and some people hate to love them. It's just, <laughs> but the fact that you've never seen any, I feel like whenever you go to the first boss room in Diablo, the uh,
1: <laughs> fresh meat, uh,
4: fresh meat. I feel like I'm a good control. <laughs> that's what this is. It's when. I, hang on. Let's go get Grandpa.
0: You gotta <laughs> let him get the first whack. <laughs> it's a. It's one of the. This is yeah. This is going to be great. So, ladies and gentlemen, Justin has only watched one asylum film, which is the first on our list of films that we will be getting to in episode one. Our <laughs> list of films. <laughs> our list of films this year, and I may have. Let's see if I can remember them. Hornet, and that one's easy to remember because all I think of is uh, Inspector Cluzo from Pink Panther when <laughs> the get this you the helmet. So I remember <laughs> Hornet.
1: Atlantic Rim job, Atlantic Rim <coughs> and um Atlantic Rim 2. I love you, Daniel. I what? really I really <laughs> love you, man. That's why I'm here. I've never like, seen the second Atlantic Rim,
0: so I'm all this is new for me.
1: Yeah, we we
0: Atlantic
2: 2 Rim.
4: Is that like Pacific Rim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's rim. like the
1: beauty of the asylum. Oh my
4: <laughs> Oh my
1: it, 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 sure. It's like Pacific Rim, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure it is, just sure. It's exactly like you, the carbon copy <laughs> <laughs> That's the but magic it, of it, it, You're going to be watching it going, is, am I watching Pacific Rim? Did I put yes. the wrong film? You're, you will be asking yourself if you put the wrong film in when you start watching the Atlantic Rim films. I'm going to awesome. <laughs>
0: put any film and it makes it into this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a saline hose pumping into your jaw. <laughs> you know, you should take sex ed, then you'd know what this stuff's all about.
0: Look, all I'm saying is it just looks really infected, okay? Well,
4: I'm not using a gravity feed system. You know how dumb I'd look in a magazine, laying on a couch with a half zippered jeans and some chick holding a friggin' saline bucket over my head? <laughs> yeah, Justin, yeah, hilarious.
0: yeah, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've paid attention to what I've been calling this just. This isn't the summer blockbuster. This is the bottom rack mockbuster summer. No, yeah. the beauty of the asylum, you've seen you've seen their titles. I know you have. Transmorphers. That's like that's the God, I might, I might be carbon dating myself. I know I got a lot of carbon scoring on me and my droids, but when I first saw like, my first Asylum movie cover was Transmorphers. I was working at Kmart, and I remember walking by and just saw it, <laughs> coincidentally enough, on the bottom shelf. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, is that Transformers? And I grabbed it and I was like, it's not Transformers. The heck is that? And I looked at it and I was like, Wow. That's crap. <laughs> and I, <don't, laughs>
1: and I, I know this. That's like the tagline on the asylum building. It's like the the asylum. Wow, that's crap. <laughs> and, and it eventually it.
0: And I don't. I don't know. As a kid, I watched. Or, you know, as a young man, I would watch it out of morbid curiosity and get with some friends and laugh and enjoy it. But then. I don't know. Eventually, it just started growing on me. <laughs> One thing that happened: they never changed, except for like their budgets. But their <laughs> stories have remained. They've stayed fun. I have to give them that. All of their like thematically, their movies they stay fun, and they had the cool some of the coolest box art ever. It, oh, now yeah. is isn't the asylum? Isn't that all like the mega sharks versus yes. the? triple dildo
1: gore, gaspatron oh, oh, stuff oh, now let's, <laughs> let's not get over exaggerated it's oh, i'm it's, sorry it's me. mega shark versus Can giant octopus it's Cover. mega yeah it's mega shark versus DVD. giant it's not octopus title right it, it's Mega Shark versus Gatoroid. It's v- Mega Shark, no, oh, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. Mm-hmm. Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, and Mega Shark versus uh, uh, was it a Colossus or whatever? That's the only one I haven't seen. Yes, I, I I think these films are not the greatest, but I've watched my fair share, and I own Mega Piranha on Blu-ray, and I own Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus on Blu-ray. So I obviously cannot pass judgment on anyone and <laughs> what they have in their collection, because
0: yeah, get your facts straight, people. <laughs> I have brought an I hey, I have brought my expert. It need to be like three hundred Spartans. <laughs> What's your profession? And we're all like, "The Asylum." <laughs> 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 What's your profession, Paul's like? I just try to review films, and we're all I'm like, "Let's do the Asylum Mockbuster Summer." <laughs> hey, for- Justin, want to be on a podcast?
1: <laughs> and I'm just sitting in the corner drooling, going Atlantic Rim. Atlantic
0: Rim. <laughs> 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 it wasn't as bad as. Tra- uh, it wasn't yeah. as bad as Transmorphers. wasn't? Are we? Which was the worst movie from last year? And like, whenever that is such a subjective term, but I have to. Which movie did we have the worst, the worst time watching? Because I actually rather enjoyed. I think most of them. Yeah, I, I that
1: first one. Angelique, mm-hmm. I think, nailed it on the head. What well, you said, AVH, right?
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Alien yeah. versus this, Hunter.
2: Yeah, Alien versus Hunter. Like I said. I am still angry at William Cat. <laughs> yeah. When this coronavirus <laughs> virus bullshit calms down, I will have a word with him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that movie. I started. It started out kind of cool, and there were moments when I thought it was. It was just. Mm, but it just. Let me put it this way: it was kind of tough to find things to really point out and enjoy about it. It had some. Things in it that were cool or looked like it was cool, the but it, top it, half
2: of the alien,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it did. Uh, some of the set design looked kind of okay. I mean, it was. I, mean, I did. I actually. <laughs> I <laughs> I enjoyed the Terminators, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I really enjoyed yeah. talking about it with y'all. But I actually did kind of actually enjoy the Terminators. That and just I remember that one being pretty gritty too. Like that one, just yeah. the executions and even the implied executions with the uh, cheap water gun that they ripped off from RoboCop that they got from the dollar store to Chinese flea market. Well, I, I don't know why there would be a dollar store to a Chinese flea market. I think it would be the <laughs> other way around. You'd have to go to the U.S. number one here in Colombia to know what I'm talking about. But you could get those guns there. It's like a dollar.
1: I'd buy that for a dollar. And they're really.
0: (laughs) Spray paint them black. It looks just like the gun from Robocop. So you use those and murder people. What's up? Who's talking?
1: Oh, sorry. I I was just. No, I was just going to say. Yeah, Asylum, for me, my first real introduction of even realizing who they were was uh, I was friends with Hollywood video people. Go figure, back when movie rentals were a thing and there was a number of places where you could rent videos, there was Hollywood video where you could rent it. And go figure, I befriended the people there. Well. They came out with one of their first mockbusters, their first one, I think, it actually of all of them, which was what they called H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, which uh-huh. was in 2005, which came out the same time, well, actually a month before, because that's Asylum's trend, a month before <laughs> Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. And it was hilarious to hear my friends at Hollywood Video sigh when they were on the phone, and I would just wait for it, and they would go… No, the War of the Worlds we have is not the Steven Spielberg (laughs) (laughs) one, because that was the one that had the closest title, because they they were able to sell it as H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, but the H.G. Wells part is in real tiny font on the cover, and then War (laughs) of the Worlds' is really big font on the cover, and that same year was King of the Lost World, a.k.a. King Kong, and those were their first two mockbusters. And I actually didn't rent those. My first one was Snakes on a Train. (laughs) <laughs> which was yes! the first oh, one? <laughs> which, which was the uh, yeah? And then from there, they just took off with their mockbusters, in almost every single film they've released since. I mean, six six six, the child, which is the Omen. Uh, you know, uh, Pirates of Treasure Island. I love Island. that one. I like that one too. That one was actually fun.
0: Yeah, that was, was I was it was, it was a toss up if that was going to be yeah kind of thematic to this
1: this year's mockbuster summer. I I actually enjoyed that one. But I'm I'm just let you know I'm excited for this one I love big monster films and Who and the the first one of Asylum I owned is the one I mentioned Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus because it was five buck Blu-ray and I'm like okay five bucks sure why not no, that's quality and then I got Mega Piranha for like three bucks in the bargain bin and I'm like well pff, yeah you know? <laughs> I mean I am hey no judgment here you darn right
5: is your hair spiking uncontrollably
1: oh dude
5: do you find yourself wearing head to toe ed hardy with no explanation
0: i heard that
5: do you feel cold spots all around you where your dude bros should be
0: oh my gosh guys 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 i'm getting it again i'm getting it again i'm getting it again
4: i'm getting it again right now
5: if you answered yes to any of these questions you are suffering from a chronic vitamin g deficiency oh my But never fear. Your hostess with the ghostess has the cure. Join us on Paranormal Schlockdown, where we'll go through every episode of Ghost Adventures.
0: Ghost Adventures.
5: Examining the evidence.
0: I just saw something.
5: Keeping track of every Zack rage.
0: I do not feel right up here.
5: But most importantly, we'll see what happens to
0: Aaron. Dude, I swear to God. Guys, I keep hearing something like right over here.
5: We'll rate each episode and learn about all the rad equipment these dude bros use to capture paranormal activity. There will be special guests and lots of surprises for connoisseurs of the creepy. Get locked down with Paranormal Schlockdown.
0: This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down.
5: Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. Come with us. And stay
2: soon.
0: So this Wait. is a good Segway. Uh, Segway. Who the hell is segwen? Segway? Segway. Uh, Kaiju, Angelique, and I'm not talking about like a Yiddish Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> I mean,
4: Kaiju. <laughs> I'm. I mean.
2: I was confused. Thank you
1: for clarifying. <laughs>
4: oh, I'm I thought you meant a Yiddish d- Mortal Kombat character. I was confused.
1: The no. f- now I'm just picturing it when he gets to killing, to, you know, down to the the second round and winning. to just, you know, it says something like bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, um, instead of friendship. Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, God, I got the blood on me. <laughs> I hope I don't break out. Sorry. <clears throat> Angelique, kaiju, meaning giant monsters. Now, you are an expert in this field of study, am I correct? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't leave me hanging please because I mean I've been on a couple of studying trips with you about this so yeah don't leave me groovy so uh were you excited about the whole kaiju thing do you think that the asylum can uh, I don't know do you think they have what it takes to deliver a good kaiju flick
2: <sighs> it all <laughs> depends on what creature they're going for if they try and and step towards my Godzilla, we're going to have an issue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, You know, I'm a fan of the, you know, the shark movies, and, uh, you know, Two Lava, Two lantula (laughs) and stuff like that. Uh, I'm I'm keeping an open mind. (laughs) Two Lava, Two (laughs) two Lanchula. it's the sequel to Lavalanchula.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. oh my god, brilliant! Yeah, it is. It is. It exists.
4: <laughs> Lavalanchula.
1: Yeah, Lavalanchula. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, Justin, the,
0: that's I mean, the great thing. These are these are jokes, but they're also based in truth. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know much about the asylum, but I'll tell you what I respect about them from the outside looking in. I respect respect how brazen they are.
0: <laughs> because, yeah, well,
4: that yeah um i was going to ask you about terminators itself just because that's one of the movies i looked at and i just started cracking up when i saw it i'm just like man these guys are great it's because they'll go there and take take it right out from up under you you know they're just looking at they're looking at the copyright and they're like how can we get around this
0: <laughs> paul speaking yes. of going there and taking it right out from under you mm-hmm. what do you think about i mean are you at least because and this is no secret? Paul is like the harshest of critics when it comes to the asylum, but dude, I mean, you've at least got to admire their output. Yes, I mean, they can. <laughs> I say this as a term of endearment. But I mean, they could do do a movie out quick. I mean, it would make Charles Band stand back and scratch his head and be like, Whoa, because I mean, their output is
3: godly. Would you at least agree to that? Of course. They're extremely creative individuals that work for them, and and their artwork is amazing. It, it draws you in. I, I, I cannot fault them from their ability to draw people in and have these nice ideas. It's just how they execute those ideas <laughs> that makes me kind of want to go <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's
0: generally the... Uh... The consensus. My harshest critique that I give, especially in light of the new Daniel, the uh, the new design for Daniel. Mm. Daniel 2.0, if you will. Ever since I started The Bottom Rack, as I mainly focus, I have little bits of criteria here that I can't help. I love the music. The Asylum, they for me, they have always delivered in the soundtrack department. Their scores, their sound design is always top-notch. Whether the film delivers or not, they at least know how to do a compelling score, but Ultimately, with the bottom rack, since I am a jaded, cynical, angsty kid from the 80s who has had his weekends robbed many times based on box art alone. My biggest criteria in a film is, does the movie deliver what is shown on the box art? And you are correct, Paul. Man, Asylum's got some really good-looking box art. I mean, we're talking like uncorked quality, really (laughs) good-looking box art that just grabs you. They make everything look like it's, they may as well call this film kiss it. Michael Bay part. Four. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, it's like every single one I can look at the cover and I'm hearing on Zimmer or, um, what's his name? Uh, uh jabron jabrowski jabrowski yeah
1: jabron- thank you
0: the, i yeah. can hear the Jabrowski score or eric at home in the mm-hmm. background as i look at the cover and i just see all this action taking place with skyscrapers and robots reaching for you and grabbing you or they don't have the usual like the horror flicks is always the chick being pulled backwards but the asylum flicks are always the michael bay freeze frame where you've got like Two dudes looking off to the side, or a chick looking one way, and then, like, another dude looking crossways the other way, and then, like, a spaceship coming in from the background, or some giant robot holding, like, machine guns and stuff. Their artwork is top-notch. Justin, have you looked, other than the Terminators, have you, like, perused any of the box art and stuff? How important is box art presentation?
4: Box art presentation is number one. It's I put it up. You know, it's the same thing with albums. Uh, before I even hear your music, if, if you have that album art on there, I'll I'll buy it before I even hear the first track. You know, it's the same thing with movies.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for you to watch these. <laughs> Sorry, am I going to
4: feel betrayed by the art? Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I hope. Well, yes! well you know, I'm um, <laughs> Yes! Shush, Paul, don't taint the pool taint. already. Don't
3: fall <laughs> yeah, over them. your tank.
1: <laughs> Don't.
0: I can't get any worse yet. than
3: Asylum peeing in the pool already. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, which I'm always, the <laughs> I say not always, let me give a counterpoint here. And again, <clears throat> people listening in, tuning in for the first time, when I call a movie shitty, that is a could be a term of endearment. you got to think about when I grew up and just the environment that I'm from. It started with Shitty Movie Sunday, and it all started on a Sunday with nothing better to do, and I'm a full moon fan, so I grabbed some shitty movies and pop them in. And it started out as a quest to find the shittiest ones I could find, and the problem is, is I started enjoying the ones I was watching and just kind of grew to like them and respect them for what they are. So when I refer to these films as shitty, it might just be because they're fun. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean that they're crap. <laughs> Some may be, but in this case, they, they don't all necessarily have to be. But I I think I mentioned before, I haven't seen, uh, I've only seen one of these on the list. I didn't want to add it, but cons- I'm, not, I'm also not going to sit there and watch the sequel to Atlantic Rim job and not watch the first Atlantic Rim job. So <laughs> I'm willing to take one for the team again and watch this one. So it, if the box art is important, buddy... <laughs> Just wait.
1: Uh, <laughs> the box art. I mean, that's that's going back to the '80s with the rental boom. I mean, yep. how many how many VHS box sets? I mean, you see it and it just popped, and you're just like, "Oh, dude, I gotta grab that," you know. And yeah, it's like asylum. You roll the dice. Some of them deliver. Some of them are entertaining, and some of them you're trying not to fall asleep on, <laughs> uh, you know. But yeah, it, I I review a lot of diverse films and a lot of them are indie stuff especially from Uncorked and Wild Eye releasing and those guys tend to use like if you watch enough of them and you see the poster you could tell they have like the same Photoshop uh, box uh, uh, like uh, package of elements that they use for these films because they're just getting this distribution and thrown out Asylum takes its time and you don't feel like it's a copy and paste from some uh, package the, the box art always is interesting for it i mean the the, the king kong one was cool it's got this kind of gorilla it's kind of got like a uh, uh oil painting type of look to it the war of the worlds had the monsters the, i mean the robots the silhouettes of the big machines uh snakes on a train big old snake mouth on it coming at you <laughs> at high speed with a train behind it you know They put thought into it because, yeah, you're exactly right. They want to grab you. They have to grab you in some way uh, and set themselves apart. And if nothing else, their art department, you know, mad props to them because all those boxes uh, look different.
0: That's it. And with time, with some and again, you know, the longer that they're around, the better that they get. So if yeah. you watch some early asylum films, it's going to be kind of rough, but they're going to get better. Ba- and it's the same like with Uncorked. You mentioned them; they're mm-hmm. they flicks lately. Like I've watched three Uncorked flicks, and all three of them were enjoyable. Yeah, and, they've been solid. Well, I, I didn't mean to say I didn't mean to sound bad. It's not like they were <laughs> awful before, but like they were much easier to sit through. It's I guess mm-hmm. it's just, and of course, it's also my changing personality. I'm able to sit there and appreciate them for what they are. But it just, I happen to notice it's like uncourt. Wow. You know, we're three for three that I didn't even have to struggle to write a review for. Now, right. one thing people need to remember, the asylum did Z Nation. Oh, I, oh. I, I will pat myself on the back because I have been an evangelist. For that show ever since it came out now i also happened to really well i really did enjoy the walking dead for like four seasons or so until i just kind of quit caring it just got really old but there was a little while i loved the walking dead but i also really enjoyed z nation mainly because the walking dead took itself so seriously (laughs) oh my god it was just like it was the Ridley Scott. It was freaking yes. Stanley Kubrick. It just thought, oh, let me tell you the tales of pettiballs of the fall of society and that the zombies aren't the monsters. It's what people <laughs> do to each other. Those are the monsters. Just man, fuck geez. off, man. The Asylum gave what Walking Dead took three seasons to give us, the Asylum gave them in half of the first season. It was fun. Z Nation was, it was very fast paced. I hate to use the term very, but it it really was a fast paced show that really didn't waste too much time. The cool thing is, is that with the action sequences that it did, it actually got you, at least me, invested in the characters. So if you're going to be a harsh critic towards, you know, Asylum films and stuff, I really would watch Z Nation. Angelique, did you watch Z Nation? Did you dig it?
2: Actually, I haven't watched it.
3: Zombies really?
2: Zombies really aren't like I like zombies. Yeah, it's oh. in my queue, and every time I've tried to sit down and watch it, you know, oh
0: yeah,
2: I, I want to pay attention to it because I I understand it's, but I've got got other stuff to do,
0: so I'm just going to watch The Office again. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's one of those. I, I Believe me, I know exactly how it is because I am <laughs> – what's really funny is I am the flip side of you is that I have heard nonstop for years to watch The Office. I could count the number of episodes I've watched on one hand. Like I don't – like I just I haven't watched – haven't had time. Don't – you know, got other things coming up, whereas, you know, Z Nation, I've watched – I love
1: it. I love that show. believe me i can completely relate z nation Nation rocks no i'm i'm with you i'm in that same church please preach more because (laughs) i watched i started watching walking dead i fell out of it uh i got it i last three seasons i'm like behind and i don't care to catch up when z nation came out i sat there and i was like I got to wait this long for the season to come. So I would wait because we don't we cut out our cable years ago. So I waited mm-hmm. till it showed up on Netflix and I would pick a weekend and I would totally binge the season just to be disappointed and go, damn it. Now I got to wait for the next one. The yep. mythology of the story, because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Daniel, they they didn't take themselves too seriously it's exactly what i wanted from a zombie series i'm like this i want it and they they were just like throwing pasta on the wall and going what idea is gonna stick i don't care and don't get attached to any of the characters that's it
0: and it was great like that they didn't they didn't hit the tropes that they hit They hit it for comedy. They didn't try some PC wankery or nothing. Everyone was there, and they did it brilliantly because they didn't give them a huge backstory. If they did, they just built. They just they were flying by the seat of their pants, and it was so much fun in doing that because yeah, don't get attached to any character because hell, the writers don't know if the character (laughs) is going to be around for the next episode. But they were. (laughs) Some of the episodes were fun. I still say. And Paul, if you have not watched z nation i highly recommend it at least go up to season two episode one because i still hold that as that is a better action sequence than many like summer blockbuster films it it at least is paralleled with it 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 was one of those is like wow this is really good it had i mean john woo would have been proud It had (laughs) plenty of slow-mos, it had plenty of just the quick cuts, and then, like, dodging bullets, it had bullet time, people dodging and shooting other guys, it was a gang fight with a zombie assault in a hotel, like a casino hotel thing, like, all at the same time, and it looked, seriously, it had the, like, a coloring shade, almost like a... I keep wanting to say Modern Warfare, what's the movie, Black Hawk Down, you know, it's like mm-hmm. dust and debris, like this warfare feeling, but it was just like mass chaos, but the way that they shot that episode was so well done, it's it's worth watching, at least just for that, but I would say just, just enjoy it, because like Mark said, they- Well, I'm sold,
2: if you I guess want, I know what I'll be watching. <laughs> it's-
0: uh, but there is just like any TV series, there's a little bit of investment curve because when you first watch it, you're not going to know anybody, and it's, it does come off like those first few episodes do come off kind of hammy, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, so this is the, these are the people that made Sharknado, I can tell. <laughs> but it's really funny. It almost seems like they changed their mind as they were going. They're like, you know, we kind of actually like this show. Let's see how long. Let's see how far we can take it. Let's see what we could do this week and like i said you know three seasons it took to get to actual like cannibalism in the walking dead hell they, z nation touches on that at halfway through the first season and they yeah. do it both as a loving homage to like texas chainsaw massacre but also completely unique and funny mm-hmm. because because the, some of the it's the things that they do to make it asylum to make it goofy you just laugh and chuckle because you re- there is no way this shit would work. Anyone else did this? <laughs> there is no way this would work, and yet somehow or another, this is actually working. So yeah, just again, I am a, an evangelist for Z Nation. I, that I still hold up. And see, I haven't watched Black Summer. It's in my queue on Netflix. Yeah, Black Summer is a prequel to Z Nation, and I have heard that it's actually like a serious prequel. Mm. And I've seen snippets where. These and the, to let everyone know in Z Nation, this I, the one of my little Danielisms I have. You have two types of zombies. You have the Romero zombies or the hauling and ass Zack Schneider zombies. The zombies in Z Nation are the hauling and ass zombies. There is like when the zombies roll around, unless it's like a comedy gag or something, they have to haul ass. There is no break. There is no respite. And there is one episode that comes up, uh, Mark. If you remember the well, the. Uh, the target practicing contest. Oh yeah yeah was yeah, one yeah. of the most fun episodes mm-hmm. of the T V series I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I it was just the way that they paced the series is that when that episode comes around, you realize that you haven't had a break to laugh. And so the Asylum's corny jokes actually come across as fun in that episode because you haven't really had a break. It's just ultimately I'd say watch it. And I, I I'll quit preaching about z nation mainly
1: because we're not watching z nation <laughs> we're not we're, we're not watching z though anytime you want to do a show on z nation daniel i'm there because yeah that show explored i think that show explored uh society in a post zombie world even with all its z, uh asylum goofiness including a zombie nato which actually walking dead apparently borrowed later on um it actually, I think, explored stuff better as far as society, even its campy way, than better than like Walking Dead ever did. I mean, they get into some politics, and when you get to the season four and five, you got some <laughs> you got some serious like black rainbow tone shit going on, and it, it as goofy as it is, the the mythology and the world that they made. I wanted to see more taking place in this world because they, the the world building they do in that film is so much better than walking dead.
0: It has much more longevity. Whereas the walking dead was just go to this town, establish this, go to war with somebody else, run, go to the next town, stuff like that. Yeah. Z nation actually established stuff. Paul. Yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What are you just before, before you start, uh, just to help Angelique decide whether or not to watch this, I do like the show. So, Holy if hell. someone like me can I say gotta, that I like that show, <laughs> that should tell you something about the show. The You're characters, are, to this, the the characters are fantastic. The pacing is great. The thing about the show that the other movies can't do is that they are allowed to develop the characters and the stories. And I think that's the number one thing that Asylum really sucks at. They're they're great at art, they're great at scenery, they're great at all this other stuff, but they really suck at <laughs> at developing stories. And Z Nation, they really took their time and they loved that show, and and it shows. And so yeah, yes, it, yeah, you can. T- they enjoyed that show. You're right. So yeah, that, that if that makes you help helps you decide whether or not you should watch it. I'm saying you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was a glowing review like
0: that. Yeah, how? I mean, uh, Justin. Yes. What are you expecting?
4: Well, <laughs> um, from from the rest of the asylum films. Yeah,
0: from the what we got on deck. Let's just let's not even worry about the rest. Let's not worry about the oeuvre of the asylum let's focus on the four ahead of us which i know you've watched one but you can reserve your thoughts on that one that you have watched that i have watched also i am withholding any and all comments and opinions until we actually get into it but
4: (laughs) what are you expecting from the i expect to have fun (laughs) i'm I'm, uh, i'm really not that hard to please when it comes to films so well, m- maybe I'll have that same opinion at the end of this. We can revisit that opinion later, but um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll bring, we'll hear this sound clip again later. <laughs> I,
4: I'm confident, you know. I'm confident, you know. I've I've watched my many a sci fi flick.
0: What, well, dude? Then you're from, you've probably seen asylum films that didn't even know it. Sci fi yeah. is infamous for yeah. airing these things on, believe it or not, Sunday. Sci fi, yeah. And yeah, and this is after, this is when they changed it. They became the SYFY, and everybody was just like, why all that? Why? <laughs> they just have one letter, why? <laughs> now, you've seen Asylum films. You probably just didn't know it. I have an entire queue of them <laughs> cranked up on Amazon if and when I ever get a chance to watch a film. I don't watch anything like Avengers or <laughs> you take your little AAA budget titles. No, I just go to Amazon Prime (laughs) and look for that sweet, sweet, awesome box art that has like that slight little watercolor and posterization that they do to it that just lets you recognize that it's an asylum film. I will give an opportunity at the end of this for everybody to tell who you are and what you do and to show your shit. We're going to get into the nitty gritty in these other episodes, so as a prelim that everybody's going to be hearing while we uh, are taking care of business. Mark the Movie Man, where can people find you and find out more about what you do? Because you seem to be a brave sort of person here. I mean, you obviously have slain many a dragon. <laughs> in <isn't there? laughs> Where uh, where can people find you and support what you do, fighting the good fight?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I usually direct everyone to specialmarkproductions.com for all your movie man needs. Uh, there's a link there to my Patreon, a link there to my YouTube. That's where I host the Spoiler Room podcast, which is also available on like you know most of your basic podcast uh, outlets. Uh, I've got other stuff up there as well. People can kind of go from there. That's kind of the hub that they can go to from there and uh daniel i I have to admit you will watch a film with avengers in the title but it's got to say avengers grim let's not forget (laughs) it's it's in my queue (laughs) (laughs) let's not forget of avengers grim which is assembling the characters from grim fairy tales for an adventure but uh you laugh it's true (laughs) halloween's three months away baby keep talking (laughs) 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 but yeah specialmarkproductions.com i got podcast patreon i just started up my vinyl review show again i got uh in fact tonight uh is the 14th anniversary of my youtube channel so um, congratulations dude yeah, I got to add some applause to this one. Wow. <laughs> so,
2: Congratulations. Sure.
1: Yeah, I, I launched it on my birthday 14 years ago with uh, a video I had done back in the 90s that I had just transferred from a VHS. And uh, <laughs> that video still gets a lot of hits. But so, yeah, uh, if you're at all bored, you can head over there. Uh, Angelique, where can people find you?
2: CD <laughs> corners of the internet. um uh, you can find me on facebook um you can find me uh on astro radio z and all gimmicks Uh, i have a segment called the tub of terror where i read a you know low budget book basically
5: (laughs) excellent uh, book
2: while i'm luxuriating in a bath yeah they're all great um I'm in a bubble bath and I I tell you all about the book and how I feel about it. Um, And you can also find me at my new show, Paranormal Schlockdown, um, wherein I am going through every episode of Ghost Adventures and breaking them down, going through the evidence, um, tracking every Zach rage, but most importantly, (laughs) focusing on what happens to Aaron. (laughs) Um, I've got... Yeah, it's fun. I love it. Um, I've got a Patreon, so you can go to patreon.com/slash paranormal schlockdown, um, and you can find it pretty much anywhere you can find any other podcast. Uh, but, but yeah, that's what I'm working on.
0: <laughs> Paul, the yes, true sir. professional of the group, sir, was my dad here? What the hell. <laughs> <laughs> the true professional of the group The a, the actual <laughs> I say well it's not that Mark isn't an actual Critic but Mark is biased Because he actually enjoys these well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I enjoy the film the,
3: the professional <laughs> in the room Where can people find out more About you well when I'm not Heading the asylum liberation Front The <laughs> elf, <laughs> The ALF, <laughs> the the Alf! Oh! <laughs> Woo! I couldn't agree more. Ha! <laughs> Seriously, I, I do. I work with a fine group of folks at the Film Jerks podcast, and we're really getting the ball rolling with that show again. And it's uh, we've got things like Trailer Jerks and uh, the Film Jerks discussion. We we basically treat movies like a book club, and we get together and we just discuss films, and it, it's just really fun. And I enjoy uh, talking movies with those those type of people. Uh, And uh, also, I am known as the Bowtie Critic, so if you look up Bowtie Critic, you can find some of my older reviews. And uh, I'm also now currently working on the Twitch platform uh, under Forsaken Ferret, that's my gamer handle. And you can uh, see me playing video games, and sometimes I critique how how badly those games are built.
0: Ah, so he's moved He's moved from movies and now he's taking the video game world on so developers <laughs> you've been warned <laughs> For Justin sure. where can people find you?
4: You can not only find myself at com, but you can also find Daniel Who, several me? of no. our other compatriots we've got a I don't I am the owner but I don't do a lot of the stuff on there so I can say that there's a lot of cool stuff on there because these other guys do it <laughs> So check it out.
0: <laughs> That's it. And, and again, I am the worst at, like, do, because I will, like, one minute, like, I will cater to everybody, and then I might go four episodes without even remembering what the hell I, where to even find me or even pitching anything. So to give everybody <laughs> the opportunity, this is the nice little foray, this is a little preamble sitting around drinking coffee. I am Daniel, and I'm kind of, you could find me in and amongst where everybody else has pitched their sites, I'm just kind of around there too. If you happen to like music, you can go to Obsidian Relic Records on Bandcamp and anywhere else. I mean, you if you go to Film Jerks, if you go to Astro Radio Z, if you go to Monsters, Madness, and Magic, you'll probably find me hopping around somewhere there. And I sell cassette tapes. So I cut my hair into a mullet. Put on some fingerless gloves and a denim jacket. I'm selling cassette tapes. I mean, What year is this? But anyway, (laughs) for everyone that has purchased a cassette tape, thank you very much. I really, like seriously, all right, just on a serious note here, 20 years I have been working at this, hard and heavy for 15 years, to just play live and get out and do stuff with the band and the music and stuff. Just stumbling blocks after stumbling blocks, one thing after another. Come February, the world shuts down. VAM! Done. It's nobody's going nowhere. Lockdown. Nothing. I get this hairbrained idea. That, <laughs> I'm gonna sell cassette tapes. <laughs> like I see, because I have some friends on Facebook who also sell cassette tapes, and they're really good, and they sell the tapes. And apparently, people in certain scenes of music really enjoy it. But I just get this harebrained idea. I'm gonna. Anyway, long story short, I'm not <laughs> bragging. I'm just incredibly excited that. The world might have shut down for everybody, but this year I have made more money <laughs> making music with Saragost and with the Night <laughs> And I have played more live shows, three, <laughs> than I have done <laughs> with anything else. And this is just since February. So <laughs> I really... I really do owe all of my friends at the Northeast Dungeon Siege and the Dungeon Synth crews, and in the Order of the Black Arts, I really owe y'all a whole lot for the just for the confidence and the help in doing that. But yeah, I, just, I had to brag on that.
2: <laughs> so anyway. That's fantastic,
0: dude. This has been the Bottom Rack. I have been the Daniel. Mark has been the Mark, Angelique has been a wonderful ray of sunshine, and an erstwhile horrid sausage fest of us sitting around laughing about Asylum Films, except for Paul being like, oh, it's, I don't like crumble, Films. Grumble,
3: grumble, grumble.
0: Yeah, that's Paul, Mr. Bowtie Ferret over there forsaking everything, laughing, I can't wait to get on the game developers, y'all suck too. I'm a type it. no, nah, anyway. <laughs> Paul has been Paul, Angelique has been Angelique Justin has been Justin and I'm still Daniel This has been the Bottom Rack Mockbuster Summer Episode 0 I'll probably add some like echo or delay Might even add a few Like that and kind like, So we can make it sound exciting Because after this we will see y'all On the other side of Episode 1 Where we take on Hornet Yay! <laughs> and, and with now that, now we're out! Bumblebee. Thank y'all, and we will holler at y'all later.
5: Next time on the bottom
0: rack. Episode 1 The Mockbuster Summer. Night I of a Thousand Pussies. I said Hornet. <laughs>
4: I was going to say. This is Hornet, right? I
0: didn't see any masturbating in Hornet. To see the most awesome rad box art you have ever seen in your life and take it home and find out that it is not, in fact, what you saw on the box
4: I don't get the hate. I, in my book, The Bat in a 1000.
0: Somebody's Z Nation is showing. Yay, Hornet, he's so great. Yay, Hornet, did you see that? Hornet does everything. Hornet this and Hornet that. few sequences later, we got zombies mashing the truck up. They run to the barn. Hornet shows up to save him. And what do they do? Hornet, what the hell is wrong with you? God, you're so stupid. Hornet, oh my <laughs> God. Such a way to go, Hornet. Thanks a lot. My criteria for the bottom rack. Does the box art match the film? <laughs> you take your little triple A budget titles. No, I just go to Amazon Prime <laughs> and look for that sweet, sweet. Awesome box art that has like that slight little watercolor and posterization that they do to it that just lets you recognize that it's an asylum film. Four weeks, four films forced to watch, and that was (laughs) only three times.